welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the wisdom of God as found in the scriptures? I have been reading, as many people have, through a reading plan of the Bible throughout this past year, and this last week of 2021 finds us in the book of Job, a wonderful book that really does illuminate our our standing with God and helps us to be able to discover him in a better way through the life of a man who went through great trials. If you've ever read the book of Job, you will understand that right off the bat, that uh, it is a unique book. And I think, believe there's a reason why in my reading plan, it has been left to the end of the year. Here we are about to enter into 2022. And I am cognizant of the fact that uh, I am constantly seeking the wisdom of God and knowing how to live and what choices to make and what is it that really matters in life. How do I see things from God's wise point of view? I need wisdom. Uh, I, know, I know that uh, everybody that I talk to is seeking for that same thing, how we long to know uh, the ins and outs of life and how to live it. Job was reflecting on the exact same thing. This past week I've been reading and I came to the 28th chapter of the book of Job and I find here a remarkable uh, time of really reflection of Job. Job has gone through, of course, incredible loss and brokenness in his life. A man who lost lost his health, lost his material possessions, even lost the loss of his children. And Job is scrambling around, trying to make sense out of what's going on, feeling as though he's kind of lost God, that the connection is not there that he had once previously experienced, and he's looking to the left and to the right, and he's looking everywhere to try to find God and try to present his case before the Lord. And he's trying to, he, he, he's reflecting and thinking, have I, have I misunderstood life all along? Has wisdom eluded me so that I'm incapable of really fathoming uh, what a man's relationship with God is like? Uh, Can a man be just before God? Bildad the Shuite uh, actually voices that in the passage that I read, uh, I believe it was just a couple days ago or a day or so ago. And, and, And Job is reflecting on this. How can a man know God? How can a man be reconciled with God? Where is wisdom to be found? And so when you come to the 28th chapter of Job, Job has a little discourse or a Uh, a soul-searching time on the man's search for wisdom. And he he opens chapter 28 by talking about man's search for material treasure. Uh, In verses 1 through 4, he he, uh, takes note of how a human being will seek after treasures in the earth. When I go out to Colorado and visit a friend of mine, there are times where we'll be riding through a particular valley in a part of the state that's kind of remote, and you will look over to the side and you will note that there's these rock uh, formations that are obviously human-made, they're like a a little house or a little cabin, but more than, not just a house, but they are actually mine shafts that have been uh, hewn back into the rock so that they might mine for silver or gold or iron or copper or any of those things. And and Job is reflecting on that even in the time in which he lived that 
uh, that a, uh, a man will, will take the effort to search out for these precious metals and he'll look in every recess. He'll be in the places where it's darkness and there's a shadow of death because it's danger in there. He breaks a shaft in a remote place and he burrows back in underground places that are forgotten or not known by feet. Uh, and he's reflecting on this searching of every recess. And, and Job's thought is that he explains how men diligently look after these precious metals. They light up the dark places. They personally endanger themselves. Uh, they're looking into every hidden spot to try to find earth's treasure. You can read that in verses 5 through 11 of chapter 28. And he meditates on this for a while, and then he comes to the point where he pauses in this chapter, in this reflection that he's having, and he thinks about how the stones and the rocks and the mountains are sources of precious gems like sapphires, and he paints the picture of the earth as this treasure house of value and riches for people that are willing to work hard and to really search diligently for those riches. Uh, about how he puts his hand on the flint, he overturns the mountains, he cuts channels in the rocks, he dams up the streams, and Job is explaining how hard, how really hard uh, a man is willing to work to gain the treasure and the wealth that's hidden in the earth. And then in verses 12 to 19, he explains the value and the source of what wisdom, of how much more valuable uh, wisdom is than those things. Now, then he brings the question, where can wisdom be found? Uh, and Job is building on the point that he'd built up in the previous verses that, that a man will search hard and willing to endure danger for the sake of riches in the earth, but all that's easy, watch this, compared to the search for wisdom. And he makes this observation that wisdom did, does, you don't obtain wisdom by working for it or laboring for it, as it were, in terms of like digging a shaft to find uh, treasures. Uh, you don't make it up. You don't contrive it. You don't come to it. Uh, there's no way you can search it out. It's not something that originates in a human mind. Um, Job is saying, it's not in me. Rare Wisdom is extremely rare, and that's what makes it all the more valuable to, to men. Uh, in fact, he says that it can't be purchased for gold. There's never enough gold that can purchase wisdom, and therefore it's worth more than all the precious metals that the earth holds. Uh, that's his arrival. And then in verses 20 to 28, I want to get to the real passage that I want to highlight for today. And that is the source and the summary of what wisdom is all about. He says, I don't know if you're looking at a Bible, but if not, just listen to the words of verse 28, the very last verse of chapter 28. He says this, Behold the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Where does wisdom come from? Job has explained how hard it was to find wisdom, and then he asked that logical question. Job knew that he needed wisdom, this precious wisdom, and he certainly know, uh, if you read the book of Job, he certainly knew that his friends needed this wisdom because they didn't have it. I mean, 
uh, he would rebuke even his friends by saying that they really didn't have the wisdom that they needed. And here is the key in this last verse of the chapter is that God understands the way. He knows its place. Job knew the answer to his own question. He knew that, that God understood wisdom and its source. He knew all about it. He understood all the mysteries by which we're surrounded. Um, so having shown God as a source of wisdom, Job now makes his application to man. And that is this, and I make this to you that are listening today. You've got to look to God for wisdom. You can share it only through a knowledge of how God has revealed what wisdom is. The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. Now, this is very, very telling, and I want you to listen to this. And particularly so because this is repeated so often in the Bible. Psalm 111, 110 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 9 and verse 10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs 15, 33, The fear of the Lord is the instruction for wisdom. Uh, it's repeated over and over again. So if true wisdom can simply be obtained by our work, our energy, our insight, our ingenuity, uh, then the fear of the Lord is not essential to obtaining wisdom. But if it comes from God, then you've got to have a right relationship with Him. That's key to becoming wise. Adam Clark commentary said on this point, he said, this probably refers to the revelation of His will, which God gave to Adam after his fall. Um, remember that when Adam and Eve were in the garden, that they were trying to get wisdom in their own way. Do you remember that? They knew what God had said. They knew what God's revelation taught them, that wisdom is connected with God. But they thought that if maybe if I put forth the effort and I work and I take care of that, take some of that fruit, it's going to make me wise. And when he and Eve saw that the tree was pleasant, and remember what that scripture said, a tree to be desired to make one wise, they took it and they ate from it, Genesis 3, 6. And they lost all all the wisdom that they had by not setting the fear of the Lord before their eyes. They became foolish and wicked and miserable. Uh, and so I want you to hear today what God prescribes as a proper remedy for this kind of disease of human independence and human wisdom. The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. It's the only wisdom uh, that you can genuinely rely on to set God always before your eyes. There are many people I talk to that are absolutely wrapped up in trying to figure out this life and make sense out of it. And they're looking in every other source except for the source of true wisdom. They don't attend the house of God. They don't read their Bible. Uh, and these people would call themselves believers. And they want to talk about how they want to, to be able to achieve, you know, the happiness in life and the, the, the consistent emotional stability in life. And yet they have no fear of God before their eyes. And they're trying to work things out according to their own understanding. And I'll remind you, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6 say differently. Lean not on, on your, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and lean not on your own understanding and he will direct your paths. I wonder today, do you need wisdom? Do you need uh, the insight and understanding of life to be able to live this next year? I need it in the next moment. 
Maybe today you need to recommit your life to seeking the fear of the Lord by living in His presence on a consistent basis. You need to determine in your heart that God's day is a, is a somber day of, of rejoicing. And that sounds an acron- uh, 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 like an uh, uh, oxymoron. But the reality is that when we come to the Lord's house and make it a point to be under the sound of the preaching of the Word of God and its teaching, to be in Sunday school, to be learning about God's Word, uh, then it will make a huge difference in our obtaining wisdom for living, wisdom for life. Why don't you determine to do that in this next year? The wisdom of God is only connected with having a relationship with Him. Fearing the Lord and running from evil is what will make the difference. God bless you. Walk with Christ. Make Him first in all you do.